And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. Joining me on the phone line today is Dr. Joel Niederhood. Hi there, Dan. <laughs> uh, Joel, it's great to have you here. Probably our listeners are a little surprised to hear your voice. It's been so long since they've heard Joel Niederhood on the air uh, live, as it were. And uh, years ago, I can remember my wife and I, Debbie, um, we'd be listening to uh, you on the air. And so many times you would comment on things that uh, just were so very fitting for us uh, as a young family. And I just want to thank you for all that all that hard work that you put in for all those all those broadcasts so many years ago. Well, you're very kind and you're very welcome. And you know, I'm sure you know just as well as I do that when God gives us work to do for Him, uh, somehow He always supplies the strength, He supplies the insights, and He He's so good to us that just doing it is uh, a great, great joy. And I'm just glad to hear from a person like you who used to listen with your young wife. You say, how many years ago was that? Oh, oh my, that was... It's got to be 15, 20 years ago, because I've been out of broadcasting for (laughs) for a long time. That's right, that's right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we were were getting involved in the translator ministry in the Hudson Valley in 1983, 84, 85, so, you know during the 80s, and uh, I just I just loved what you had to say. Now, today we have kind of an interesting question on the table. That is, in the uh, world of Christianity, sometimes um, what we find is particular faith traditions will emphasize, you know, a very studious approach to the Bible. Um, you and I happen to be in, in one of those traditions, and... Um, all of that is important. You know, we, we call ourselves confessional and, and all of that. And yet, for some folks, sometimes that becomes an end in itself. And they kind of miss the bigger picture. They kind of miss the obvious, maybe. And uh, we had exchanged some emails, and you got me thinking about this, and how important it is to have a, a relationship with Christ, an experiential relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm just wondering if you can help us think that through a little bit here today on A Plain Answer. Well, I think you're touching on something extraordinarily important, because it is true. I suppose it's true of any religious tradition. And um, that can be, and I really mean that, any religious tradition. In the nature of the case, the way we're put together, the way we're wired, we like to, to have this tradition it becomes ours, we become attached to it, we become loyal to it, we study it so that we can defend it, we talk to other people about it, we like to get them involved in this tradition with us and all of that. But when you really think about it, and when you really experience the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ in your life, you realize that those things can be important, and and I give anybody the right and, and credit for wanting to be a part of a tradition which they mean means a great deal to them. But as we read the Scripture, as we read it prayerfully, as we seek to let it speak to us with the inherent power that makes it just absolutely a book without parallel, it's it's... As we say sometimes, it's sui generis. There's no other thing like it, nothing else that we can compare to. But as we read the Scripture, we, we suddenly discover that the Scripture is about God's coming into our life and the power of His Holy Spirit 
as he unites us with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that can become obscure for us when we when we become, let's say, avid one thing or another, and we're going to defend this, and we just wish everybody could be uh, as knowledgeable as we are in the faith and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But the Christianity is about being in Christ and having Christ in you and experiencing his power and just rejoicing with what he has done for you. Mm. I think that kind of summarizes the whole discussion in a nutshell, and we've only just begun uh, this program today. Probably each of us can remember our own experience of coming to the Lord, of professing him, of of uh, knowing that um, deep in our soul there was this and there is this relationship with God through his Son, Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit. And it's not just a head knowledge sort of thing, is it? Oh, by no means. By no means, no. Yeah. So um, I think the challenge today for any listener that's just happened across the broadcast is, um, yeah, we explain what Christianity is. We have little helps, little guides to help us understand the faith. But if all that we have is just that intellectual understanding and um, the reality of the presence of Christ is not ours, then we, we really are missing something. Well, that, that's certainly true. And I think what we're missing is the authentic quality that God can bestow upon a human life once that person is united with the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't, uh, this is maybe kind of a big word, but um, there's something metaphysically different about a Christian that that sets a Christian off from a person who has no connection with Jesus. Mm. Uh, it, it, it affects our nature. It affects who we are. And, and that is why, by the way, these kinds of experiences that people can have with Christ and the knowledge that Christ is with them and that Christ is in them can never make them proud mm. because they know that it's happening because God in his, we often use the word sovereignty, he sovereignly comes into people's lives as they are faithful to him and read his word and pray and he gives them the power of simply knowing that you don't have to shout in order to get in touch with God because he's within you in the person of his son Jesus and you can converse with him I I often think of this text that you find in the book of um, Philippians the fourth chapter where he says Paul is talking to the Philippians and he says rejoice always again I say rejoice let your gentleness be known to all men the Lord is near Mm. Be anxious in nothing, but in everything, with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Let your needs be made known to God. And then he describes how God will give you the peace that passes all understanding. But the fascinating thing about that is that the Apostle Paul, is there anybody who's written in the Bible who's more doctrinal than the Apostle Paul? (laughs) I don't think there's any. Right. But he talks about the fact that to be a Christian means that we have the potential of of rejoicing always in every mm-hmm. kind of circumstance. And then he talks about having the peace that passes all understanding. He talks about 
not being anxious in anything. These are almost preposterous ideas that a human being can actually have this. But in the center of it, he says, the Lord is near. Mm. He's right there with you, going through your life with you every day. And if we could just keep something like that central in our thinking and our consciousness, then we'd know that, that there is this tremendous potential for calmness, for peace, for courage, for energy in being connected with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, this is helpful, and we do have to take a short break. Today we're talking with Dr. Joel Niederhood. And the subject really boils down to knowing Christ personally and having relationship with Him. A lot more to talk about. Stay with us. We'll be right back on the other side of the break. We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month, and perhaps in the future, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program. And welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with us today is Dr. Joel Niederhood, and we're talking about basically knowing Christ personally. And uh, Joel, before we took our break, you were reminding us that the Scriptures encourage us, yea, even command us, to be anxious for nothing, and that we can have a rejoicing attitude as we face whatever life throws at us. And um, um, you have um, lived a number of years, and I I imagine that you have experienced that personally in your life. Well, 
Uh, we were talking about uh, this from Philippians 4, rejoice always and uh, be anxious in nothing and things of that nature. And it's interesting, when you are an older person, I like to call myself elderly, but I know my friends say he's an old man. But uh, this old man has gone through a lot. I mean, like not any more than any other people, but I've gone through a lot of things. I mean, I've had cancer, I've, I've got heart problems, which, praise God, are, they, they don't keep me back too much, but you have these things. And family, and all of these things. And as a pastor, knowing many people, working with many people, seeing the devastating effects, for example, of drugs and alcohol on people's lives and all of that, life is a very, very difficult experience on many levels. Mm. And and when, when God comes to you and he says, rejoice always, or he says, don't be anxious in anything, you'd almost like to laugh and say, come on, give me a break. Mm. Uh, that's impossible. And on a certain level it is, because life is difficult. I, I'm just thinking of an experience I had today. There's a woman who lives across the street from us here, and she's very, very elderly. And I've just seen her just go down, down, down the last few weeks, and it, mm. they, they finally took her away this morning, so to speak. And, and you see that life is, is a patchwork of all kinds of experiences, which many of which are, really shake you up. But the thing about being a Christian is that you have a place to go to find relief from all of this. And I certainly don't want to pass myself off as one who is an expert at not having any anxiety ever, because I'm not. But still, when I am anxious, I can remember this. I can go to it, and I can suddenly remember again, Jesus, you're right here with me. You're right here with me in the middle of this problem, this situation that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. You're right here. You're not, you're not just written up on the pages of the Bible. You're not in all the confessions of the church that I happen to be a part of, and there's a lot of things in there about you. You're in heaven in terms of your physical nature, but in terms of your divinity, you are present in the lives of your people through the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And I can't understand these things I'm going through, but you can, and you promise to be with me. <laughs> and you can just just talk to him about it. I chuckle only because you, you make me happy to hear those words. I, I think of uh, listeners... And some have written us, listeners that are having a terrible time. Um, some are um, have experienced uh, depression. Um, some are certainly financial problems. Um, some have marital problems where the husband is left or the wife is left. And uh, this is a very difficult thing, uh, these situations to go through. And to know that we have a God who... Uh, is as great as he is in the heavens. He's sovereign. You mentioned that before. And yet he comes down on our level and he knows us and he becomes our our Savior, our Lord. And we know him personally. Uh, this is, I, I don't know of anything else like it in the world of religions. This is so unique, it seems. Well, it absolutely is. You know, and, and it starts out, the uniqueness of it starts out with the fact that Jesus, who's the second person of the Trinity in the flesh, the second person of the Trinity in the flesh, he 
came into our world mm. physically. He walked the same paths we do. He was here. God was here. Now, there's, there is no other religion like that. <laughs> there just is none. No. And so he knows himself. I mean, you, you read the scripture, and I, I just, I had a funeral the other day. I had to speak for it, and it was a dear old lady. She she died, and she didn't have many friends around here, and I, and I just took that shortest verse of the Bible. Jesus wept. Mm at Lazarus' tomb. Just think of it, that God would weep. Hmm. Amen. And God went through all the the things that we go through. And so he's not surprised by what we go through, and, and we'll never surprise him with where we are in our lives. Hmm. But we can just simply go to him. He will, he will understand. And that's not just rhetoric. It's not just some kind of, of emotional pious talk. It is a reality that transcends the reality of the car that stands in my garage. It's, mm. it's more real than anything else. Mm. You're a Christian. Now you mentioned something that caught my attention, and I, 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 I guess it had escaped me. I didn't realize, but you have um, experienced cancer, and yes, so, so, so many people um, are terribly frightened by the prospect of developing cancer um, without um, revealing too many secret thoughts. Um, could you uh, give some guidance and some feelings, some wisdom on the, the subject of cancer, if, if you have cancer, how to deal with it, perhaps, uh, emotionally? Well, uh, let's put it this way. Cancer is a physical illness, of course, but its, it's emotional impact is enormous. Mm. Uh, I, I got it when I was 52 years old, and uh, I was pretty healthy. I'd been doing an awful lot of traveling. I was very concerned to keep exercising and running and all that sort of thing. And uh, and uh, and then he stopped me in my tracks, and uh, they couldn't diagnose it right away. And and so when my doctor one day, I went in there, and I was in pain, and he used some needles and whatnot else, and I'm not going to go into all the gory details of it, but he pulled out these needles, he looked at some stuff, and he said to me, you know, it was in the late afternoon, you go home, and I'm putting you in the hospital tonight. Mm. We're going to operate on you tomorrow. Wow. And you'd better pray. And when your doctor tells you, you'd better pray, <laughs> you know... <laughs> You've got a problem, <laughs> you know? Yep. And uh, I, I got to the hospital, and I, I was sitting there by this bed, and, you know, you put on these crazy clothes that tie up in the back and all that sort of thing, and you feel like you're running around naked practically. And I didn't want to put those on. I didn't want to get in bed, and I was just sitting there in my regular street clothes. And this nurse came, a nurse's aide she was, and uh, she was a wonderful black lady, and we... I live in Chicago. We were all together here, and she came in, and she looked at me. I had my Bible open there. I was reading my Bible. And she said, uh, she said, you're, you're pretty anxious, aren't you? <laughs> I said, yes, I am pretty anxious. And uh, so she said, why don't you read Psalm 4, and then mm. you can get a good night's sleep. Mm. Where we read, it closes, I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety. Mm. So I read that verse. 
and I went to bed and I slept. <laughs> and sure enough, uh, the operation was the next day, and by God's good grace, with some uh, with the operation and with with uh, a month of uh, radiation, and then you know checking for five years, God was very very good to me. But the experience was precious because. I felt at that time, and I'd been I'd been on the air with the Back to God Hour program uh, since I was thirty. I was fifty-two, and I, I I said to myself, you know, it's something like working in a candy store for years, and then one day actually taking something and tasting it, yes, and finding out how great it is. Mm. Because when you go through that, and God speaks to you and He takes care of you. You, you realize his greatness. You, you know, Dan, um, people don't realize it, but all of Christianity is about miracles. Mm. It's about the way he takes care of you when, when things would go in other ways. And, and when he saves us, that's a miracle. It no is. one of us can be saved because we suddenly decide on Tuesday afternoon, well, I'm going to be saved today. God comes in. He changes everything inside of us. And then as we go through our lives... The difficult things we go through, he will be there, and he will. Well, there's this. He sanctifies. There's a song, isn't it? You maybe know it. He sanctifies to me my deepest distress. Mm. But he does that. Mm. You know. Yeah, you're right. All of Christianity really is uh, miracles, and and even this world, how God uh, keeps this world running. Um, he he cares for the smallest flower and bird and even insect and mm-hmm. and it's it it boggles my mind the details of what he keeps running it doesn't just run itself it's more than that the 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 spark of life in the human soul is something that's uh the divine image i mean we are made uh in the image of god and and it's it's important for us to to ponder that to to uh to uh, taste uh, the reality of that. Now, today we're talking, we got into this, talking about how that sometimes it's easy to be tempted, if, if I can use that word, tempted to have an intellectual assent to um, the, the conditions of Christianity, um, um, the facts about God and all of this, and yet somehow miss the personal relationship with Christ that is so essential and that is important and essential to uh, to have eternal life with him. And I'm thinking today that that maybe there's a listener that you know stumbled across this program. Today we're talking with Dr. Joel Niederhood and um perhaps you've never received Christ. You know, perhaps it's it's all just in that head of yours, but the reality of Christ has never sunk in. Um Joel, I'm wondering if you could share some wisdom on that. What about the person that has head knowledge only? Um, how to come to faith in Jesus Christ? Well, the one thing that we have to do, of course, is is pray and pray and pray. But the thing that 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 impresses me as an old man now, as an old man who's known the Bible. I grew up in a Christian home. I'm one of these. People who was baptized, you know, very, very young, and mm-hmm. all of that, you know, as an infant and so forth, and that was great. And I remember when I was about fourteen, fifteen years old, God really confronted me, and and I really, really came very close to Him, and 
And then he led me, and I finally got into the ministry. I was in the soldier in the Korean War, and I was I, I went through a lot of a lot of stuff. And mm. and so, like anyone else who's an old person, I, I, I've had a, a lot of experiences. But there's one thing that I've discovered, and that is you have to live out of the Bible every day anew, anew, mm. and you will discover new things in it. I would just say to anyone who says, you know, I don't know about this Christianity, I say, I would say to a person like that, listen, what you ought to do is just read, concentrate on the first four Gospels of the New Testament <laughs> for at least a month and maybe two months. Just read that and see Jesus in operation and see what he does and what he says and how well he knows you and how what he does covers everything that we need in our lives. Mm. The Bible is so gripping. It's so marvelous. Mm. And um, and then we just surrender. We surrender. And we don't just surrender once and then we go on. We surrendered every day anew. We have to surrender every day anew. <laughs> we have to be converted every day anew. I believe yes, that. Yes. You know? That's beautiful. Um, we're out of time already for our program today. I want to thank you so much, Dr. Joel Niederhood. It's a, it's a real blessing to me personally to uh, have this uh, discussion today. And uh, when we opened, we mentioned how that uh, my wife and I used to listen to you many, many years ago. And and what a, what a blessing it was then and what a blessing it is now, today, to um, have this discussion. And I just want to thank you very much. You are entirely welcome. I'm privileged to be able to talk to you, Dan, and the people who are being blessed by your station. Quick reminder to uh, check us out online. This uh, broadcast is up on our website as a podcast. Our address is RedeemerBroadcasting.org. And also join us next week at the same time for another edition of A Plain Answer.